Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. She's a fashion blogger, model, and entrepreneur. She's amazing. The latest tips on fashion, beauty, wellness, travel, and her lifestyle. And now, here's the founder and creator of Not Basic Blonde, Olasha. Hi loves, welcome back to another episode of Not Basic Blonde podcast. Today I have a very special guest. His name is Mike Shabbat and he's famous celebrity fitness instructor and model. So today Mike will be sharing his wisdom on health and wellness and relationships. We'll be discussing how to achieve and maintain optimal well-being. What does it mean that everything is energy? How some people start but fail to maintain the workout routine. What's the best advice to stay on the top of it? Also, healthy nutrition was busy lifestyle, the best exercise routine for beginners, relationship advice. Mike gives the best relationship advice for singles and so much more. We're discussing so many hot topics, guys. So before we dive in, don't forget to subscribe, rate and review Not Basic Blonde Podcast on Apple Podcasts. Hi, Mike. Welcome to the long podcast. How are you today? Thank you. I'm good. What about you? I'm wonderful. Thank you. And we would love to learn more about you. How did you begin your career in fitness? How did you become so popular? <laughs> cool. Um, damn. I started training at like 15. And then back in the day, it was like the day of Ronnie Coleman, like a big bodybuilder. And then um then i started making money but normal job and then at one point i was like i think 19 or 20 something like that i was like how can i make money being hot like being paid to be hot and then being in shape because like what was happening is the more money i had the less i was training because i was busy with the business and then i was like how can i make it like a living so that's how it started i reached out to one of the guy I knew back in the day in my, like in my country that was doing it. He was making like, oh, like 10 years ago, 12 years ago, he was making close to 30,000 a month. And I was like, wow, this guy is killing it. Like one of the first guy online, like life uh, fitness coach online. So we sat down, he taught me how he did it. And then I was like, okay, I'll, I'll start. So I started on Facebook, didn't really like the platform. And I was like, let me try Instagram. It's more like picture and stuff. So that's how I started on Instagram. And then I just kept posting content for the last eight years, I think. And then just giving knowledge to people, like what I was trying on myself, what I was learning. I was just sharing it with the audience. 
and posting picture and just motivating people to be better. That's amazing. Where are you from? Uh, I'm from Canada in Montreal, uh, like Montreal, Canada. Oh, amazing. How long have you been in the U.S.? For a long time? <laughs> I was coming for like six years to L.A. And um, since I was like 24, I was coming to L.A. Because one of my best friends moved to L.A. from Montreal. So I was going to visit him. And I just loved L.A. I knew that I wanted to live in California since I was little because the mentality back home is a very small-minded people. Um, there's not people with a lot of money. So when you talk big number, people are like, your dream are too big. You know, over there, you make a hundred thousand a year. You made it. You, you drive a Mercedes a BMW. You're like, everything is good. And, um, I was like dreaming bigger than that. And I, I was already learning English. So, and the weather, I was like, I can't take snow anymore. So I started traveling and then I've been permanently in the U S since the last two years. Um, yeah, LA is a place to be, definitely. <laughs> I love it. It's a it. cool place. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in Atlanta, but I come to LA sometimes. <laughs> it's nice. How to achieve and maintain well-being, in your opinion? So you need to do, so like anything else in life, if you talk about business or fitness or anything you do, you need to enjoy the journey. Too many people get into business to be a millionaire or get into business to make money or they, they get into fitness and they're like, how fast can I lose 30 pounds? If this is how you think, you're never going to make it because you're only there for the goal. So as soon as it's going to get hard, as soon as you lose 10 pounds and then you get stuck and, and then you prefer eating cake or having bad, healthy, like bad habits and not healthy one, you're going to drop. So What I would say is do whatever you can sustain for a long, like for the rest of your life. Like it's more like a journey. So if you love to train like CrossFit style, then do CrossFit. If you love to, if you love to do yoga and hiking, do that. If you love to do fitness, then that's what you need to do. And of course, having a coach that guide you is the best way to do it, but find something that you like and then just learn it and, and have a coach. And same thing with the nutrition. It's like, People get on those super, super strict diet, like from eating everything they want, full of sugar, the baddest habit ever. And then, oh, let me be super healthy. And then after a few days, few weeks, they crash and then they go back. And like, let's say they lost 50 pounds, they get back 70. The thing is, it's not sustainable if you can't find a nutrition plan that is good for you. And if you love yourself enough, you want to be healthy. You want to make your body a priority. Yeah, I absolutely agree. And it's so, I mean, it's been proven by so many studies that diets don't work and you can lose weight fast and then gain back even more. And what do you typically do? Like what kind of nutrition program or just like system do you do for yourself? Because, you know, there's different intermediate fasting. And, <laughs> yeah. You know, I've tried all. So <laughs> yeah, there's there's a lot of options that you can do. Um, what I love to do is um, most of the time intermittent fasting from the study, like 12 hour of 12 on 12 off is more than enough to give a break. If you really want to have like um, really good benefit from the stem cell and all that stuff, you need to do at least 72 hour and like I would say minimum five day of water fast. That's if you really want to do a fasting, like just do 12 hour, 12 hour is more than enough you get a break and then the 12 hour that you eat that you're eating then you you want to do 
nutrition that works for you. So me, what I do is called carb cycling. Someday I'm going to be higher fat. Like, let's say I'm not training today and I don't want to, like, I'm going to be higher fat, lower carbs. And the day that I'm training or like four days a week, I'm going to do higher calories at the same time. So 3000 calories, let's say. And the day that I'm eating less, I'm going to do 2,400 calorie is you need to just learn it and do it for a little while. So at the beginning I was weighting the stuff. I was like learning like, Oh, what does a hundred grams of protein look like? Like a hundred grams of meat or whatever. And then, okay, this is how much rice you can put in this. Now I just go with, like, I don't wait it for years now, but the thing is you need to do it a little to a visual of it. And you need to understand what is your healthy fat. So like any oil, like coconut oil, olive oil, like um, avocado, all those healthy fats, nuts, butter, nuts. And then you need to understand which carb you can eat. So which carb are going to uh, irritate your gut, irritates your belly, which carb going to be good, like basmati rice, sweet potato, like what you can eat and can't eat. And same thing with your protein. So you need to understand what gives you protein. If you go vegan, if not, like you just need to understand food. And then you can start playing with the food around. So you do a little bit of study, like learning just the basic, and then you can play around and test stuff on yourself. Nice. But do you suggest like being vegan or, I mean, like for every person is different. <laughs> yeah. So there's no perfect answer. Um, I have a friend that's keto and he loves it. I don't think keto is sustainable for most of the people. Because that my friend that are keto, they're like OCD, they're like super like committed to the craft because you need to be really high on fat and 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 barely any carbs. So to be a real keto is, is kind of hard. And the keto diet in general, the real one, they eat dairy, they, they eat a lot of fat, but they don't care where it's coming from. So personally, I don't think it's good. And I don't think you can sustain it if you want to have a balanced life. Then that's my opinion. And everybody's kind of different. I think that carb cycling would be the best because you can have some day, let's say you want to, you want to like go to the restaurant or do some stuff. So Thursday, Friday, Saturday, you can increase your carb and your calorie and the rest of the week you can decrease it and be more healthy and higher fat. So then you have a balance and everybody's kind of different. So some people are intolerant to eggs, meat, chicken like you need to find what makes you feel bad and and listen to your body and vegan is the same thing so some people can do it but a lot of people they go vegan but they don't do the real vegan they just buy everything that is processed and then it's not better than buying a clean meat or whatever when i did vegan it was mostly for spirituality like it's good for the body but i was doing it like because every time you eat meat and an animal you absorb their energy so you have more cleaning to do so that that's the reason why I did vegan for a while. Now I switched to a special diet that has it's a very crazy diet, like super strict to heal the gut. So it's a little different now. Yeah, that's amazing. And I definitely believe in energy when you actually consume meat and the animal, whoever lived before you consuming their meat, it's like energy too. But I wouldn't say I'm totally vegan, but I'm more kind of on seafood side. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people do that and it's good. Like in life, you need balance. You can't have too much meat. You can have too much of this or that. You balance your stuff. And that I think balance in your veggie and your fruit and everything, I think it's the best way to do it, to stay healthy and have all the nutrients. 
And yes, the way that they kill animal nowadays, of course the animal know it. Like they line them up, they shock them. They, the way that they do the whole thing is terrible. So you feel it in the meat. The meat has the energy of the animal when he's all stressed and about to die. And like, like the way that they treat them, it's just terrible. So it's, it, it leaks in the meat for sure. Yeah, I agree. And in your profile, you mentioned that energy is everything. And have you ever gone through spiritual awakening? So it's hard to say like, oh, I'm fully spiritually awake because I still have my moments. I still have triggers. Like I still have days that um, I, I could be in a bad mood or have like I still have shadows, like meaning that I still have work to do. Nobody's perfect. So if you think about the perfect awakening would be like Buddha or like, Uh, think about human like Jesus, not like the Bible, Jesus, but like human that are fully aligned. And, and, and the way that I see it is the way that, let's say, he would say, forgive them for what they don't know and stuff like that. For me, it means that he was fully in peace. I'm not religious. I just I'm, I'm talking about um, fact in terms of spirituality and, and the word, what they mean to me is like. In life, when you're like more like fully awake, like Ed Cartole, Miguel Ruiz, those author, that they understand that technically you're the only one affecting yourself. So if someone cut me on the road and I get frustrated, I'm the only one suffering from it. So I still have my days. I'm not perfect. But yeah, I can say that I did my awakening. I'm still doing it. And um, I, I'm, I'm getting better every day. How did you realize that you were going through spiritual awakening? It's, it's, it's a way like you have to do a lot of work. So I have a twin flame. She's back in Canada. Um, I have shaman healer. I have, I, I surrounded myself the last two, three years with people that are aligned with the same thing that I am. And what I did is I came to realization after a few years and I was traveling the world and I was in the Maldives, $50,000 trip for the week. And I was living the dream life that everybody, and I was feeling empty not to feel unhappy and I was like everybody dream of that but me I don't give a fuck I, I, like it's doesn't mean anything for me I was like what's next like I have all the luxury I drive Mercedes I have the life I'm, I'm going five days a week to the restaurant like of course I could increase it go to jet Lamborghini and all that stuff but like I was like if this doesn't make me happy from where I was bankruptcy two years ago, like I did bankruptcy at 24 so Two years down the line, I'm traveling the world, having all that luxury. And I'm like, so I'm not more happy than when I was depressed and in bankruptcy. So I'm like, what, what's next? So that's when I started. Uh, I left. I sold everything in Canada. I got rid of everything. And I went traveling for seven months, travel the world. And I was in Bali. And I read the book, The Four Agreement. And I was like, okay, as of now, I'm going to live my life the best as I can on those agreements. And I'll go from there. It's like anything. When you start, you're like, don't like pressure yourself. Do your best every day. And if you hear yourself talking negatively or doing stuff, you're like, okay, let's get back. Let's, let's refocus. Let's meditate. Let, let's go like that. And then the more you're aligned and in tune with your body. And the, the thing that I do is I do approximately three, four hours of studying every day, like studying, um, meditating, breathing, like, learning every single day about more and more and, and all those topics. And I connect with people that are in the same field. We exchange knowledge. They teach me stuff. So it's a real big progress. And one thing that I think that a lot of people don't do, and that's the key, 
Well, meditation is number one that people should do, but they don't want to face their shadows because it's so painful. And for the last two years, that's what I was doing. So when your body talks to you with pain and emotion and you have back pain or anything, it's all coming from stuck energy, which is emotion. And it's a way of your body's doing signal, like giving you signal that, hey, something is wrong. And then let's say that, guys, it's often a problem that we feel that we need to, to have sex with a bunch of women because it's so cool. That's society. It's like, ah, oh, it's so nice. When you fuck all those girls, you're so cool. And then you get in a pattern that it's a dead pattern that you want to have all the girls, you're hot, you can fuck girls, and then this and that. And then you get lost in all that, the money, the girls, and then you need to find why you're doing it. So me, I found the reason why I, I got lost in it. And then really being honest with yourself and being like, this is the reason why I'm doing it. So for me, it was, I was seeking validation, which was weird for me because I was the most self-confident guys that I know. Like I had so much confidence, not arrogant, just confidence. Like, but it's like, if my inner child and the work I didn't do, the subconscious pattern was like, when I was fucking a girl, it's validation. I'm so hot. I'm good in bed. This is what I need. I love that she tell me that. And then it's like, why do I need to do that? And then you go and then you have to face yourself. And then the more, the more work, that's a basic example for a lot of men. And um, it's, you have to go in your ego and get rid of it, like peeling it and, and all that stuff that you're going to work. And a lot of men don't want to have those conversations because men's are supposed to have no emotion. We're supposed to be strong. We're not supposed to cry and this and that. So you need to reconnect with your femininity and your masculinity and like just work on that. And it's a lot of work. Like you have to go deep down and, and, and it's going to hurt. Oh, I couldn't agree more. And you mentioned so many great points, like reconnecting with yourself, reconnecting with your inner child, working through the issues. It's like the most important ones that so many people <laughs> like they totally miss at this time and they don't work on themselves and actually yeah it was i had the other day um one guy on my podcast and the episode was called like feminine and masculine energy so we were discussing all that <laughs> my episode that actual episode got so many downloads i guess because everyone is trying to reconnect with their mas masculine and feminine side yeah <laughs> and it, it's it's toxic. The masculine energy, the way we see it is very toxic. That's why I decided to become a life coach and help so many people with it and feminine too. And we got confused in, in the way. And when you're working with spirituality, there's two phases that you're going to go through. The first one is spiritual ego. So you're so much better than everyone because oh, I'm spiritual. So I'm better than him, better than him. And then you come to a point that you understand that everybody is working their own way, their own path. You're not better. You're just, they're in ignorance which is not a bad thing. They're just working, doing the work and maybe they're going to be there. And at one point, and everybody's doing it at their own pace and you need to come to peace with that. And the next thing is the more shadow you face, you're going to come to something that they call the dark night of the soul. And it's going to be hurting you like for months, maybe three, four months that you're going to be depressed, like tired of life. Like it's, it's bad. And I was alone. Like I was spending a lot of time alone, a lot at my house working and, and, and meditating. And, and, and I did some shroom journey and I was talking with my higher self and he was showing me and he's pointing you and he's, 
it's like he's like look here this is this is the pain this is what you want to avoid and you have to dedicate your yourself to it like if you want to be that better person if you want to be your higher self on on this planet you need to put the work it's like fitness you want to have that amazing body you better go and and do the the work I agree, but everyone wants that magic pill to look hot and not to work out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, your body is a Ferrari. That's what I tell people. It's, it, it confused me that, um, and what I'm going to say, a lot of people don't agree. And, and the way I'm going to say it is like the movement about loving yourself, even if you're fat, to me, it's a no-go. In terms of it's okay to love yourself, even at that point, But when you stay fat and unhealthy and it's damaging your body, that's when it's not okay. It's okay to love yourself even if you're overweight right now. And then you're working on it and you love yourself through the process. That I have no problem. But embracing that you're obese and that it's sexy still, that's a no-go. Because it's not only that it's not – I don't care about the physical appearance. It's diabetes. 20 million people die every year just from – being obese and then that's not counting all the other disease that are related to it so when i tell people that i'm against the movement it's not that i'm i'm, I'm body shaming people that are fat it's like the, the the damage that comes with it it's the worst it's the most death in the world so that's why i'm like we shouldn't prone it like people are too sensitive nowadays we should tell them hey you have some work to do on yourself and on your body And, and you don't need to be shredded and all sexy and this and that, but be healthy. That's the goal. That, that's, if you're healthy and you have a little bit of fat, I'm all good with it. Love yourself as much as you want. And love yourself through the process. Don't judge yourself, but don't just stay there and be like, it's okay, I love myself and be in denial, like denying the whole thing. I couldn't agree more with you because all the bloggers jump on this bandwagon now that... So body positivity, look at my rolls, look at my stretch marks. I mean, yes, I understand. I mean, you're mm -hmm. supposed to love yourself, but as long as it helps you, I mean, if you're 300 pounds, maybe there's <laughs> a concern, not because the way it looks, the way it looks, it's up to every person. If they're mm -hmm. okay with it, they're fine with it. Nobody cares, nobody judges. But as far as like, I mean, I am not overweight, but... My cholesterol is high. <laughs> and like, I constantly, you know, take care of my body as well and work out and everything. But it's like, there is fine line between body positivity and obesity, I guess. Yeah. And I feel like people are very sensitive nowadays. It's like all those cancel culture, all that shit, because people don't want to hear the truth. But th this is what it is. And people need to realize that if, it, if it's unhealthy, It's not good. And, and you have one body, one soul. You need to work on it and, and stop being lazy and tell yourself that it's all good. As you mentioned, it's okay to love your body and love yourself. And, and the stretch marks are fine. And everybody's not perfect. And, and it's, everybody has their own beauty. But you need to work into being healthy. Like a lot of people that are obese or overweight or skinny. It can be the other way too. Like people that are bulimic or like anorexia. I don't know exactly the word in English. But... It's people that have trauma, subconscious issue that they didn't fix. And it's the pain. It's the body talking to them and they're not listening. And that's why we have so many cancers. We have all those diseases that people don't want to hear about it or not. It's an energy, energy that is stuck in the body. Anything, 
And, and recently it was so funny because for 10 years, my leg were injured. I had a motorcycle accident. Both of my hip flexor were done. My ankle was bad. I couldn't lift legs. Like I, I was fucked. I tried so many therapists, so many like uh, physical therapists, chiro chiropractor, everything you can do. And recently I connect with a guy. He's in Hong Kong, energy, like energy worker. He, he doesn't call himself a healer, just energy. And he's like, this is a matrix. And then the guy connect on the pain. I connect on it. He connect on it. One session, fix my leg. I went back to my physic, um, to the physio guy. And he was like, what did you do? I'm like, I had a FaceTime with a guy in Hong Kong. He's, the, the guy was just so good. And he talks with me and he's like, okay, I see that there's some pain when you were nine years old that went and stuck there. Then there's some stuff. Does it tell you anything or it's subconscious? And then you go and then you think and you connect and you just listen to your intuition and your feeling. And you're like, this, I, I don't remember. And then you work. And after one hour session, my legs were fixed. We're fixing some other pain, but that people believe it or not, it's there. And, um, Asian country, the Western, um, Eastern, I think of the world, they're more in tune with that. And here we deny it. So yeah, you have I a leaky gut. We're going to give you depression pill, any, any pill, any medicine. It's not how you fix things. Like, like my sister had a bad car accident. She has mental problem. And I know that shroom can heal it. There's a lot of other medicine. You need to go work. You need the subconscious mind. And also the, the doctor going to tell you that you're done for life. It, it makes you not ill. It's as simple as that. And then they like, we're going to give you a pill. And then when your liver is done, it's not working. We're going to change the pill for a pill that's going to destroy your stomach. And then when it's done, then you, 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 you have to be fucked for the rest of your life. I was like, fuck, okay, this is not, this is not how life should work. Like we should stop feeding people that crap. I agree, like anxiety and depression treated here always with pills. And I asked doctor, like, how do you do it without it? Like, is there a way? And the doctor told me, well, I've been on it for 15 years. And other doctors said, I've been on it for many years. That's how it works. So, well, there should be <laughs> another way to fix it. And I know I totally believe in this. Like when you have actual chronic pain it's usually our issues that are stuck in our body mm -hmm. that we didn't work through and that's how we get the chronic pain and usually it's like when you upset at someone and just keep it all the pain yeah. yourself emotional pain that usually comes out somewhere in the chronic pain yeah and 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 when you're going to discuss those stuff you realize how fucked up it is because Let's say my wrist was hurting for 10 years. It's still hurting. Then it's coming from relationship with my mom. And then they ask you a question and you're like, yeah, that's exactly what it is. And then as long as you don't fix it, the, the, the pain is, is there and it's constant. And then I had a lot of leaky gut issue and a lot of, of gut problem. And then it's coming from um, excess of control. I want to I control everything in my life. I want to control people. I have trouble. I had trouble in the past when people didn't share the same opinion and, and, and they were stubborn and I was like trying to force them into what I believed and this and that. And then I had to work my way to accept people. And, and that's why I'm so good on social media now that I say, you know, you want to get the vaccine, you get the vaccine, you want to wear a mask, you want to, you want to be this, you want to be religious. I accept everyone how they are. I don't try to force anything. I'm just sharing my opinion. And I think if the world was doing that, letting go of trying to control everyone 
and, and just letting other people live and then sharing a, an opinion and knowledge instead of attacking people and, and being so sensitive about everything, I think the world would be a much better place. Oh, so true. I totally learned that with time too, to accept everyone for what they are. You can't change somebody. It's, mm-hmm. it's already, I mean, it's late. Even like in relationships, like, you can't change somebody. You just have to yeah. love for what they are. Just let it go. <laughs> I know. And I always say talking about relationship, you know, people are like, but what, what advice are you going to give in relationship? You've been, I've been single for five years. I'm like, well, I'm not in relationship because I can give advice on it. Like, because I studied it. And I, I, if you don't love yourself and you don't work on yourself, you can't attract the woman that you want because the self that you are right now can only attract a person that is as damaged as you. Like nobody, if I might hire yourself right now, you think I want to be with a girl full of trauma that doesn't like, ah, it's, I'm not interested in that. So you want this person, but you're here and you don't want to work the path. And then it's not going to work. And then you're like, I keep attracting those fuck boy, those asshole, those guys that treats me bad. Yeah, but did you look at yourself in the mirror? And then often we're like trying to change because we don't feel fulfilled. We're trying to change and we get so quick in relationship. My advice, first of all, would be to be friend with the person. Like get to know, stop rushing in relationship. Take a few months to get to know the person. And Ask yourself real question. Not every previous relationship, I choose them with my dick. Sex was good. I was attracted. I'm fucking down. Let's go. And then one year after, you're like, I don't like that. I don't love this person. She's a mess. And then there's fight going on. So my question that I ask right now is, is the person ready to work on on herself first? Is is she going to evolve in the next five years? Second thing, what's our core belief and mine? And, and often people settle down with people that, giving you an example, if someone is super religious or if someone is believing in something and I'm totally the opposite, I can accept you. I can, I, I'm not in a judgment, but are we going to align as a relationship when we're going to have kids, when we're going to do this and that? You think it's going to align? No, it's going to cause friction. So choose your battle. Choose what you're ready to give, what you're ready to like do a list of things that you're not compromising and do a thing of list that, okay, maybe you want a brown hair guy, but you're ready to for a blonde if he has everything you want and, and stuff like that. And like, it just people need to take more time. They rush into relationship. I see people going from one to another and it's just bouncing feeling, but not healing themselves. And I'm like, bro, of course you're going down like you like that. <laughs> yeah, so true. That's the best advice, I guess, for nowadays, people who are, trying to get in relationships or for a single <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i hear a lot of girls they're like or, or, or even guys it's like oh he was a fuck boy he was this he was that why Be- because you guys had sex like like it doesn't mean because i have sex with you that i'm gonna be with you or something like that like but people need to be honest like they need to like i'm always honest with girls that i see and they start to try and control people and put them in a box and be jealous like Hey, nice to meet you. I'm going to get to know you. You can see other people. I'll see other people. Life doesn't stop when you meet someone you're interested in. Get to know each other. Let her live her life. Live your life. Connect. Learn to know the person. And then if you think, if you're like, I really want to be with that girl, then decide from there, like, oh, let's be exclusive. Let's start dating. That's how I see things. And for me, it was always successful because 
I could have got into so many relationships that wouldn't have worked. I dated a few girls that I was like, oh, no, we're not aligning. But after like five, six months, I was like, okay, it's not working. So take your time. Like, there's no rush. Stop, stop trying to fulfill yourself through other people and be like, I'll be happy with this person. Spend time alone, heal yourself. That's the first thing. Fulfill yourself, like through other people that <laughs> do not fulfill yourself. Yeah, I totally agree with you. And, but sometimes, like, if you're talking about relationships, like, I know guys say, well, let's just like date, hang out, whatever, but then let's get exclusive, whatever, later. But, I think sometimes never it never gets to that point. <laughs> yeah, but but <laughs> but then around it's like you're already not thinking seriously about the guy. But why do you take it personal? So let's say what I'm gonna say is, is gonna sound weird, but like the way that the example I give is probably not the best one. But let's say you go drive a Mercedes. You you need to drive it, you need to spend time with it, and maybe it's not the car for you and you want a BMW. But then the Mercedes get offended because you choose BMW and he's a fuckboy. Like, I spent time with you. I got to know you. We shared sex. There's only two people to have sex. You need to stop blaming other. Look at yourself. You agreed to have sex. The person didn't force himself on you. You agreed and then he's like, I'm sorry, I don't want to be in a relationship. Oh, you, you, you played me this and that. Okay. Sometimes, guys, I admit, sometimes people, even girls, are not 100% honest and, and stuff like that. But You can't blame other people. Like, because he doesn't want to be with you, you feel hurt and he's a fuck boy. And th that's what happened. If you think about it, most of the time, like, like I remember back in the day when I was seeing, like, quite a few girls, um, they were always asking, first time I talked to them, what are you looking for? Well, let's be honest. First thing I want to do is have sex with you and get to know you. Like, what do you think? That's I want to marry you? I don't. everybody asks. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? I don't even know you. Like, what, what do you think? Like, Oh, I look at you. Oh, let, let's get married. No, the, like, I need to get to know you. Then, then everybody has, a bit, like, either you want to have sex or some people don't. But me, most of the time, I like, I get to know the person. Then I want to have sex, see what's the connection and this and that. And then I can make a decision. But it doesn't mean, like, it doesn't mean, me, I always have to talk. I'm 100% honest. I never had to, to lie to, to get laid. So I, I was always honest, 100%. But even some girl were like, you're a fuck boy. I'm like, no, because I told you like the first day. I'm like, of course, I want to get to know you. I'm ready for a relationship. That's true. A hundred percent. Does it mean it's with you? No. And it's not because I have sex with you that it's going to be that. You know what I mean? Now I barely see any girl, uh, to be honest, because I, I was doing so much work on myself. And I didn't say I, I had my share of women. Now I, I don't really do it anymore. Like it's not something that I... Like I enjoy because it's often very empty. I don't say I'm perfect. Uh, but the thing is you need to, to work on yourself and, and stop blaming other. That, that, that's a thing. Like it, it's not because you're seeing someone and then you have sex that it then just accept the fact that the person maybe doesn't want to be with you. What is the best exercise routine for beginners? Okay. So everybody's kind of different. I would say the best thing you can do for yourself is invest into a trainer. I have my fitness app. People can go on it, can go start doing workout, but it depends. Do you have knee pain, leg pain? Do you have uh, unbalanced muscle? Do you have um, stability problem? Do you have, like, there's a lot that comes. So maybe you're, not, maybe you're not able to do a squat, 
and then you're going to try to go squat. But maybe you need to do a unilateral movement. So lunges, step up, you need to reinforce that whole leg and the, the, the ankle. And you need to reinforce your back, your core, your stabilizer, everything. And then you're ready to do some other movement. And I think like people often think that training is like, there's one thing for everyone. No, the way that I built the home workout, the 55 fit challenge that I built is touching on every aspect. So I always tell people, do it the best as you can. And then the, the program is designed to reinforce the whole body. There's unilateral movement. There's a, but it's a lot of homework. It's, it's like um, all home workout, this one. So it's not going heavy weight or stuff like that. So it's going to work on the whole body, reinforcing it. That I think is the best for a beginner. Like doing those home workouts, reinforcing the whole core, the, the legs, every muscle, eating good food. And then, um, then I would suggest either like, like my app, I have video coaching, everything, or if you can afford it, go see a coach in person, find someone that's really good um, and, and stick with it. And one thing I would add is women have a mentality about food that need to be fixed. A lot of women, they're like, I'm going to stop eating. This is not the way like this is going to shut down your metabolism. Forget your fat burner. Forget all that bullshit. Like there's no such thing. Food and the right food and the right amount is what you need. Your metabolism is a perfect metabolism. Your body is perfect. So you need to work on it, fuel it with the right food. And there's no such thing as if I work out, I'm going to be bulky or this or that. It's a myth. Like work out, build muscle. Every pound of muscle that you build burn 50 calories for you doing nothing through the day. So one hour of treadmill is approximately 300 calories burned, something like that. Um, and if you build five, five, six pounds of muscle, you're going to build, it's like you were doing one hour of cardio every day. The more muscle you have, the leaner you'll get like with doing less stuff. Because think about it, it's like comparing the fuel of a Ferrari versus a Honda. Like the Ferrari burn a lot more fuel for doing the same distance. So you need to fuel your body with the right stuff. Stop thinking about uh, not eating the, like very low calorie is going to be good for you. It damaged your body a lot. Yeah, I totally agree with you. And I was on this diets like when I was 18, I was on crazy diets, like fat free, sugar free, all that <laughs> didn't work. <laughs> but when you actually eat everything in moderation, that's when it actually <laughs> works. Yeah. Like the no sugar diet is the best diet you can do. Is it sustainable? It takes a lot of self-commitment. So like coming back to what I was saying at the beginning, it's like you need to find something that you can sustain for a while. Like if you think that uh, the diet that is going to be more strict during the week and then you can have like a little bit more balance, like more cheap kind of the Friday, Saturday when you go to the restaurant or if you're more strict for two weeks, then you go on vacation and you want to let loose a little, like that's thing that you can do. Also, if you, if, if you want to have a, I don't like cheat, cheat meal or cheat day, like that people just ruin the whole week of effort with like stuffing their face with so much sugar. Like it's better to have small cheat there and there and like sustain your craving than going full on cheating for a full day. But you don't suggest it right? like cheat days you know everyone says like okay you can have one cheat day whatever you want yeah. so you totally get um i mean if it's what you if it if it's what it takes for you to be healthy for the rest of the time yeah do it like um it's not the best way like 
it would be better that you start enjoying because a cheat day for me or a cheat meal that you go stock yourself like crazy. To me, it's like saying the same as you get into fitness to lose 30 pounds. Like you're only focused on your cheat. You're going to eat, like not enjoy your whole week because you want to cheat that one day. Find a diet or nutrition that you can sustain for the week that is tasty, that is good. Like all the recipe I make, they're super healthy and super good. I don't feel like I'm missing on anything. Like nice, healthy food is tasting amazing. And then if you want to have a little craving of because you want to, it's a birthday or anything, or you go at the restaurant and you want to try the cake or whatever, then do it. Like that's okay. Don't judge yourself for doing it. Me, I don't do it personally, uh, but it's years of dedication that I don't really crave it anymore. Like the, the less sugar you eat, the less you crave it. Yeah, I totally agree. I do the same. I'm not really crazy about cakes, but <laughs> <laughs> it's okay sometimes. I mean, yeah. we're we're all humans. Like somebody wanna experience this and it's it's all good with me. Yeah, in your program, in your app that you have workouts, like what are they based on? Is it like interval training or how does it work? Um the home workout, yeah, a lot of high intensity training and 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 AMRAP and stuff like that, that you're going to do an exercise. So I love the AMRAP for the app because um, it's as many reps as possible in a minute or stuff like that. So if you're better than me, you can do 20 squat. Maybe I can only do 10. And then um, you can do a rep challenge or other stuff. But sometimes it's like, I like those type of workout high intensity or rounds because everybody kind of do it to their own pace with their own weight. And then it's good. It, everybody feel fulfilled with it nice and where can our listeners find you your social handles your app of course it's available on apple store and android right yeah um so the app is fast fitness but fast f-a-s-t-e and um i'm developing right now a life coaching program because i want to help people to work from uh like you're successful but you're not feeling fulfilled it's the same as i was I want to help you. I want to show you the step that I took and help you to get to the point where you feel fulfilled in your life and you're happy. No matter the money that you make, no matter what you do, I want to help you to, to get through like, okay, I feel good. Like, cause a lot of people that I know have money, but they're so depressed and stuff like that. So it, it's, it's good to have balance in life. I agree. And what is your Instagram and where they can find you on social media? <laughs> Yeah, on, on Instagram, I roll with Mike Shabbat Fitness and all the other like Twitter is going to be Mike Shabbat 44, like Mike Shabbat just that on TikTok. Uh, I was early on it so I could get it. And uh, on YouTube, it's Mike Shabbat, same thing. So they can go. YouTube has a lot more like content, specific content. I'm going to push a lot more into like spirituality and life coaching and talking about masculine uh like energy and feminine energy and how to balance them as especially my point of view as a man and yeah that that's the goal this year that's amazing thank you so much mike for being <laughs> thank you for having me that was all for today guys i hope you really enjoyed this episode as much as i did not basic blonde podcast is available on all the major platforms with new episodes every tuesday and thursday to support the show Tag NBB Podcast on your Instagram stories and check out more behind the scenes on Instagram as well at notbasicblonde underscore 
or NBB podcast. And if you haven't, subscribe, rate and review Not Basic Blonde podcast on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much, guys. Have a great day. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.